I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very, very much. Good morning, everybody, and thank you to uh, all of the folks at Callaway's. I spent some time in the Callaway's this week. It's not uncommon for me to be seen and uh, be visiting a Callaway's. I love those nurseries and love their people. They have uh, gone out of their way to have Texas certified and master certified nursery professionals available to all of us. And uh, John Peters is a big reason for that. Very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. Hey, we're here to talk about the plants at your place, sponsored this hour by Callaway's. Pick up the phone. Give us a call, won't you please? Mike Bass is running the boards, and he's in the other studio. He is answering the phones as well. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call now, won't you please? 800 800- Two eight eight nine two two seven. I'll be looking for calls. Please uh, keep us going today. You're the fuel to this program, and we need some fuel this morning. Neil stayed up too late last night. Tell you about it in a minute. Let's uh, let's go now, as we always do on a Sunday morning, to our friend Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and the Botanical Research Institute of Texas. They are on the same 110 acres. We'll give you directions, and we'll tell you all about it. Coming up right now, live with Steve Huddleston. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. It's good to hear from you, and you have a couple of plants in full color right now that I thought would have been earlier, and so hallelujah. It's a nice time to come to the Botanic Garden. Tell us about Angel's Trumpet. That's a pretty plant. Beautiful. Well, plant. It, is, it is gorgeous, and we wait all season long for it to bloom. This is Brugmansia. Uh, it's blooming in the long bed right now, which is on our north vista. Uh, This is a showy, tropical-like shrub that grows to about eight feet tall, produces large, inverted, trumpet-shaped flowers in white, yellow, or peach. puts on a spectacular show of blooms in the fall, usually peaking in November, and they are blooming now. Uh, Folks, when you see a photograph of this plant in bloom, you say, yeah, there's something odd about that. There's no way any plant has flowers that long and that spectacular, mm-hmm. hanging straight down as if gravity mm-hmm. is pulling them straight down. And then you see it in real life and you say, oh, I was wrong. That thing is spectacular. And uh, to see them six or eight feet tall with all of those blooms hanging down, and they are trumpet-shaped and they are yes. they are eight or ten inches long. They're just beautiful. Uh, it is related to Jimson weed or Angel's Trumpet that you may know as a white-flowering uh, a plant that we uh, see out along the roadside and also in gardens. Uh, these things are poisonous, and you need to know that, and so you want to plant them in a spot where strange uh, 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 behavior won't be uh, a problem. I, yeah. I don't know how else to phrase that. That came out kind yeah. of oddly, but uh, but it is something to think about. But so are uh, daffodil bulbs and, and uh, azaleas and a lot of other things in the garden, so we just need to be cautious and teach our kids so that's unusual to see something that tropical blooming this late in the year and then something that handles all the heat that texas can throw at it blooming uh, going into november tell us about number two well that is texas lantana that is lantana urticoides used to be horida but now it's urticoides anyway it's looking good now it's been blooming since april but i thought i would mention it because uh right now it's just loaded as it is during the summer with uh, these clusters of red, yellow, and orange flowers. These flowers make perfect landing pads for butterflies, and we've got butterflies all over the lantana now, monarchs especially. 
so anyway, the, the, the plant itself can be considered a shrub. It gets three to six feet tall and grows in full sun, any kind of soil that is well-drained. Low water requirements once established. It tolerates heat very well. Uh, the blue-black fruit clusters are poisonous, so there's another poisonous plant or aspect to this plant. Uh, the crinkly leaves give off a sharp aroma when touched, and they can cause a skin rash. And it's deer-proof, so, uh, but it's a great plant for the summer. It's just bulletproof. Again, the flowers are blooming and attract butterflies. And they also take on a much uh, richer uh, color when it gets cool. They're, they're just so, I so beautiful. I love this plant. And uh, it's, uh, it's from Del Rio and, and Uvalde. And if you've ever spent summers in those areas where it's hot and dry, you say, that thing blooms there, i got to have it. It's a yeah. beautiful plant. So, and I bought two of the next one. Uh, I mentioned Callaways. I bought them at Callaways a couple of days ago. Tell us about Crotons. Well, this is a, a very colorful foliage plant. Uh, it's grown in containers or beds during the summer and on into the fall. In fact, a lot of people like to put them out in the fall just for fall color because the colors are green, yellow, and orange, and just very bright colors at that. Uh, you want to give this plant morning sun until about 10 or 11 and then afternoon shade. Crotons are great in combination with mums, pumpkins, bales of straw for fall decorations. And we have them in, uh, well, I know they're in the Fuller Garden and elsewhere in the garden just for decoration. You have to bring these indoors during the winter. They will not stand any freezing weather, and they have to have that bright light that Steve was talking about. In the winter, they can handle even more sun than that. If you have a greenhouse, they would stand full sun in, in the greenhouse in the winter or a sunroom. Uh, if you plant the, or, or if you hold them in the winter in a, an area that doesn't get full sun or much sun, then it, they're going to turn green. The new growth will be green, uh-huh. and, and it will never color back up again. So give them lots of light in the wintertime, but they're beautiful plants. I bought uh, a couple of very nice ones to put in my greenhouse, and they'll go back out in the, in the yard in the, uh, in the springtime. I do that every year. I find some that I like in the fall and put them back out in the springtime. All right, uh-huh. and, then, and then tell us about porterweed. This is one a lot of people don't know. Well, and I've mentioned this before. This is Stachytarphida. This is an annual. Uh, it's one of the most talked-about plants that we have in the garden. And uh, anyway, it's, it's, just, it's blooming now as it has all summer, but uh, the plant is a butterfly magnet, and there are monarchs and other butterflies all over this plant now. It is subtropical, so it must be treated as an annual. It gets about three feet tall, features attractive bright green leaves, and then spikes of little purple flowers that are very showy and attractive to pollinators. And we have lots of these in our pollinator pathway between the Brit Building and the Garden Center. Uh, and butterflies are all over them, so it's a great plant for, uh, for a butterfly garden. Some wonderful plants late in the season, folks. You need to concentrate on that because by this time, a lot of, a lot of gardens really play out and don't look like much. And so here are some, th- some things you can plant another year that will uh, star in the fall for you. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, Steve? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right, and that's a couple miles west of uh, downtown Fort Worth, very easy to find. Same exit you take to go down to TCU or down to the zoo, you come north instead. And uh, what is the uh, what is the 24-hour information phone line? That is 817-463-4160. All right. And then for all the information you might want, including uh, ways that you can join the Fort Worth Botanic Garden so that you can have a full year of membership and therefore 
um, uh, uh, free admission beyond the, the cost of uh, becoming a member. You know, join as a family and bring your family out many, many times. All that information and all the other things you need to know are on the website, and that is? fwbg.org. For the Fort Worth Botanic Gardens. Steve, how many years you worked there now, including the, uh, the attempt at retirement now? <laughs> well, 26 as of last December, so yes. Almost 27 then. There you I go. I know. I appreciate your help on Sundays. Thank you so much. Well, Talk to you, you next week. All right. Steve Huddleston, he has done a wonderful job here for all that time with me. He's been there since the first day with the Botanic Garden, and we appreciate him very much. Sponsored today by Advanced Foundation Repair. If you think you might have a foundation problem, contact them because the home inspection is absolutely free. I'm here to tell you that nobody will do you a better job with your foundation. Nobody will be more affordable with a quality job. There may be some people who are more affordable because they don't do very good work, but there's nobody who will do the quality of work that Advanced Foundation Repair does, and that is the best work in town, and do it so affordably. In fact, if you don't have foundation problems, they will tell you that. They have some fairly sophisticated equipment that they use. They find any foundation problem you have. They'll show you where it is, what it is, how bad it is, and they'll tell you what it would cost to get it fixed. No obligation to you. If uh, you uh, feel that you want to get other bids, that's fine. They're not against that. They're very comfortable in measuring up. If you have them do the work, as we did, then that work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house, transferable from owner to owner, and backed by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. 26 years, the same amount of time that I've had Steve Huddleston on the air with me, 26 years I have told you about Advanced Foundation Repair. 26 years this month. They are the best. FoundationRepairs.com. That's plural. FoundationRepairs.com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's a melodic phone number. One more time. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214 214- Three 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 zero 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 three. I'm Jenny with Callaway's Nursery in North Plano. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. I had a nice visit with Jenny just the other day. That was nice, and uh, she's a, a great leader in the Texas nursery industry. Let's get our program underway. Let's talk to our first caller. This is Pete in Dallas. Pete, good morning. Good morning to you, Neil. Yes, sir. How can I uh, help you? Yes, some time ago, uh, at at one point, we clustered a, a number of uh, probably three to four yuccas, and the variety is the one that puts out a a, a, a stalk or whatever with a little pink and um, yellow uh, blooms, whatever. I don't know if that distinguishes the type. I can't. Th- I can't. I don't know the name of the variety. Nonetheless, um, it's time to divide them. I feel we need to remodel the little uh, bed that they're in. And uh, anyway, just wondering, can they safely be divided? They can, especially since they were planted as individual plants from the nursery. Um, are these sharp-spined, or are they soft-leaf yucca? I guess they are sharp-spined, yes. No. 
I am busy that day. I wish I could help you. <laughs> oh, golly. <laughs> Wear a suit of armor. Those things are wicked, and puncture wounds like that are not much fun to have. Be, uh, uh, be very careful. I'm no, I'm no stranger to them. Been around yeah. them a long time. So. Yeah. Well, maybe trim the, the tips off so the, the punctures won't happen quite so freely. You can divide them, and, and uh, when you, uh, it, it will not be an easy task because their roots are extremely deep. Um, uh-huh. I would hope that you won't ruin them in trying to extricate them from the soil. Uh, I dug a few yuccas when I was out in West Texas working in some hillsides with my dad where I knew they were not wanted. And, uh, of course, they were growing in rocky hillsides in ranch land, but it was not easy. And uh, yours will be probably more easily dug because they're in, in landscape soil. But, but still, get as much of the root system as you can. Um, uh-huh. And I, I would do that probably, I don't know when I would do that, probably, probably soon now. When do they bloom? Yeah. What month do they bloom? Oh, uh G- uh, May, June, all right, something like that. Yeah. Then, then you could actually go till February to dig them. I wouldn't go any later oh. than that. And I might even be tempted if it looks like you lost a lot of roots in the digging. Uh, I might be tempted to cut the blooms off the first year just to help them get reestablished. I honestly will tell you, I have no experience in in trying to do what you're doing. I'd rather tell you that than try to fake it through and. And I'm just kind of giving you just best uh, experience uh, uh, advice. Okay. <laughs> because I think when you take them out, you're going to lose a lot of roots. Those roots are just tenacious and deep. Okay. But it's a hardy plant, isn't that it correct? Is. Yeah, it is. How okay. tall are they? Uh, Two to three, three feet. That helps. That helps a lot. I was afraid you were going to say yeah, they're, they're eight they're, or nine feet tall. Yeah. It, they're very mature is my point. Yeah. Okay. Now, do they have any offsets that have come up beside them that could be separated? I can't think of a one. It's just that this same big cluster has been there for an awful long time. I can't think of anything I've ever seen come up from it. All right. Well, I'm I'm good with what I gave you. Okay. I no amendments. Thank, thank, thank you very much. Be careful. Don't want to read about you in the paper and the awful infections. Oh. <laughs> Good luck with it, Pete. Thanks for the call. All right. Folks, let me give you a a quick message here, and then we'll get right back. We have Betty in Grayson County. We have two lines open right now. Good time to call early on a Sunday morning, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now, won't you please? Uh, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and I have my Christmas special up for just a couple more weeks. I've given it to you now for about a month. It is a limited time offer to encourage early orders, and it's through November 15. So two weeks from now, I'll be telling you, you have only hours left. So I'd get on the ball if, if I were you. It makes the perfect gift for any gardener or needs to be a gardener on your list. A nice housewarming gift could be a gift just for you if you want to do that. Uh, the, uh, the, the offer that I have is the first copy of the book is regular price at 36 that could be your copy and then you can give one or two more the first uh, the the second and third books you buy let me rephrase that first book at regular price second and third books shipped to the same address just $31 each that's almost a $6 savings and that is the biggest discount that I have ever offered in in this 
this uh, particular offer. I've done the same thing at Christmas the last couple of years, but I've never had a $6 savings, and it will only be through November 15. Uh, last year, I had 2,000 sold in the last two weeks before Christmas, and with the post office telling us that they're not going to be able to deliver uh, as as rapidly as other years, you know what we're hearing, uh, and with me not being able to get all of those books done without working 18-hour days, I'm just doing it earlier this year to try to encourage people to order early. book has 344 pages, 840 photographs. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper. I sign each copy of the book as it sells. That's why I get behind. And I have to box them. It's self-published, so they're all at my house waiting to go out. It covers everything about outdoor gardening. It covers uh, lawns, landscapes, flowers, fruit, and vegetables in its 11 chapters. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to do everything. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny you spend. So, first book, Thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. Second and third book shipped to the same address, only thirty-one dollars each. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. You order it from my website or by calling my office. Office number is eight hundred seven five two grow eight hundred seven five two four seven six nine. That's Monday through Friday. Our office will reopen tomorrow. We had to close this week because of loss of a father of of the, the father of, of uh, the lady who works in our office, uh, who takes the orders and helps me get the books, uh, gets the labels for the books. But we're back in, in business tomorrow. Website is the better way to order, and you can do that 24-7 at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, they are leaders in the roofing industry, have been for a long time. A second-generation family business since 1986. You can access them very easily. Pick up that phone, give them a call at 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. They are the best in the business. All kinds of roofs, composition, clay and concrete tile, metal, slate. They do new or residential re-roofing. 100,000 roofs installed. Think they know what they're doing? I think they do. They did our roof, and I was so impressed with what they did. I was impressed with the way they checked the uh, the nature of the problems that we had with our roof. It was a re-roofing job at our home. I was impressed with how careful.
careful they were in taking off the old roof. I was impressed with how quickly they got the roof on, dried in our house once again, and how well they cleaned up afterwards. They are great. They're Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. The Roofing Company is built on integrity, quality, and innovation. The Roofing Company I'm proud to recommend. I'm pretty picky about my sponsors, and they are the roofing company that's been on my roof. Again, call them, 972-562-5788. There is no cost for them to inspect your roof, no obligation. WBRoofing.com, that's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nursery's open. I'm Nathan Smith with Callaway's in Mansfield, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Nathan, very, very much. Let's go back to our phones, and we go to Betty in Grayson County. Betty, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How may I help you? Well, I have some boxwood that's been in the ground in a grouping 30 years, and at one end it started dying, and I looked at it yesterday. I've already been trimming some of the dead out of it, but there's this white powder underneath it that looks almost like sleet, fine sleet. Uh, I'm wondering if I go ahead and take them out or if there's something I can spray to get rid of that. I've already lost one that looks I don't, so bad. I don't know that that's causing the problem. Where is it, on the leaves or on the ground? It's on the stemmy part, and it has fell onto the ground below them. It's And the leaves will die, but the white's just never on the leaf. It's on the uh, stems. All right, and these are boxwoods, not boxleaf euonymus. It's boxwood, and it's been there 30 years. And the ones on no, the other I, side. I, no need to go back over it all. I got all that. Okay. Um, I don't know what that would be, though. I will tell you that, um, unless it's just an incidental uh, insect of some sort. I'm not aware of any insect that's going to uh, be on the stems of that sort. Certainly, M on boxleaf euonymus, which a lot of people, through my experience, confused i'm 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 putting that aside i'm i'm trusting you i'm not going to go back there um one thing i'd like you to look up online is uh, boxwood blight um it is a comparatively new disease that has moved into the united states from europe it moved in during the 1990s it might have been in the early 2000s and uh, as recently as about uh, 2010 it was reported on the east coast and now it is in wisconsin illinois and if you will, if you will enter these keywords in a search on Google or whatever search engine you use, Boxwood Blight University, or maybe move University to the front of it, you'll find some really good photographs of uh, Boxwood Blight uh, from the University of Wisconsin and Maryland, I believe uh, North Carolina State, and I believe um, maybe University of Virginia. I believe those are the four. Uh, Clemson, Clemson is the fourth one that have good photographs of it and compare that to what you've been seeing. And uh, if that's the case, then I'll let you read up on it on those websites. It's one I have not encountered personally, but it is spreading through the country. And it's kind of scary uh, with relation to boxwood. Um, okay. So well, I'm out in the country and there's nobody around me for me to, but I have had some other people in the area on the neighborhood watch say that they're having trouble with their boxwood too but nobody's close to me i live out yeah, I, I finally got uh rose rosette virus in my roses in the same kind of a setting and no roses within a quarter of a mile and i thought oh i'll be scot-free no problem and a problem <laughs> problem finally developed so 
being rural doesn't uh, guarantee anything. I, I don't know that it's boxwood blight, but I want you to be aware of that anyway. Um, okay. I, I wish I could see it. I could help you more if I could see it. Uh, you're welcome to post a photo on my Facebook page. It seems to be operating again. I don't know that for sure, but it seems to be operating. So you might want to give that a try. And can I ask you if it's too early to cut the asparagus basket? I think is it is. I, you're going to have you're going to have a, a frost or freeze later this week or sometime next couple of weeks. I'd wait until then. Oh, okay. Thank All right. You. Appreciate your call. Thank you, Betty, very much. I'll look for that photo. I hope you'll do that. Wild Birds Unlimited, folks. This is where you go if you want to learn more uh, about uh, birding as a hobby. It is one of the most popular hobbies in America. And if you want the finest in supplies, you go to Wild Birds Unlimited. They have the best. They have a research team at their national uh, headquarters that that researches their products and brings the best to the market. You'll see that difference. You'll see that quality when you go into any of the three stores I'm going to mention in just a moment. They have the best in feeds and seeds. You can see the difference in the quality. You'll see the difference at your feeders by the bird activity. Birds will flock, that's my use of terms, that's appropriate, to your feeders because they they sense that difference. They have all kinds of birding supplies and books and experience. Experience the enthusiasm when you go into Wild Birds Unlimited. They are fun stores. These three are outstanding. In Dallas, 5715 West Lovers Lane, next to Nicholson Harding Nursery and Garden Center. That's David's store, and David has done a beautiful job of uh, providing the finest in birding supplies. And it's just about a block west of the Dallas North Tollway. In Dallas, 63, this is East Dallas, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. Ron has had that store a long time, and they he really loves birds, and he has uh, has set the, the mark for how to run a Wild Birds Unlimited store. It's been there 17, 18 years. McKinney, Birdie has this store, and she is so much fun. 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb, and that store has been selected more than once as the favorite variety store in the city of McKinney. Oh, my goodness, I love these stores, Wild Birds Unlimited, and they are uh, available to you as wbu.com slash dfw. It's uh, West Lovers Lane in Dallas, East Mockingbird Lane in Dallas, and South Harden Boulevard in McKinney, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence, Wild Birds Unlimited. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes out every Thursday night at 6 o'clock, just a little after 6. This past Thursday, we did not distribute eGardens because of the loss of Gretchen's dad, Gretchen. Uh, puts it together for me. I do the writing and then Gretchen assembles it into the coherent eGardens that you receive via email. We have 78,000 people who receive eGardens. I did send a brief note out explaining why it wouldn't be coming and I promised that we would have an extra eGardens sometime in the near uh, term and uh, that'll be coming in the next week or two on a very specialized topic and I think you would enjoy that. But you have to subscribe to eGardens and you do that at my website. You can't call and do it. You can't write and do it. You have to do it yourself online. It's an electronic newsletter, so you have to be online to do it. That's at neilsperry.com. 
Um, it's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on that eGardens tab. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. A private plane crashed on the side of I-20 yesterday. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident's blocking two right lanes of eastbound to 635 right around Webb Chapel Road. And there's an accident tying up westbound Loop 12 in its approach to Harry Hines. Constructions closed north and southbound Loop 12 Walton Walker between Highway 183 and 114. We're moving a bridge there. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. It'll be sunny and warm today, the high of 78. More the same tomorrow. Normal, uh, higher than normal, warmer than normal. High temperature tomorrow, 77. Right now, clear skies, 52 degrees. A private plane crashed yesterday evening in Parker County. The Texas Department of Public Safety says the single-engine plane carrying five people went down under the north shoulder of Interstate 20 in Hudson Oaks. It was on approach to the Parker County Airport when it went down. All five people aboard survived the crash. All five are hospitalized. TxDOT says drivers in Dallas are safer, may now be a little less frustrated while driving I-35E between I-30 and Oaklawn. Dallas City Councilman Omar Navarez says completion of the Texas Clear Lanes project has ended what used to be a nightmare. The cause of it every single time was some kind of a major accident. Well, that's because it was just, um, like I call it, the spaghetti bowl before. And now by straightening the lines out, um, it's making everything more clear. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 9 o'clock. Check back. Throughout the day, stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis. This uh, hour of my program for many years now has been sponsored by Callaway's Nursery. And uh, this week is no exception. Let me tell you about Callaway's. Let me tell you how great these people are. Callaway's Nursery and Matrix Pansies, the perfect combination to help you embrace the carefree days of autumn and winter and spring. Their huge selection of cheerful, bright Matrix Pansies will inspire you. Matrix pansies are great in your flower beds and in containers on your patio. They add a bright splash of color everywhere. Their big four-inch pots are just $1.99 each. Callaway's hand selects Matrix pansies specifically for their extra-large blooms, unique colors, and lasting power. You'll love them in your landscape until spring. They look delicate, but they can really handle the highs and lows of our weather here in North Texas. Your pansies will flourish with Callaway's premium flower food. Simply apply once a month to give your pansies, also cyclamen, snapdragons, and other cool season flowers that extra boost for bigger, brighter, happier blooms. Garden success and quality. Everything you've come to count on when shopping at Callaway's Nursery. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best and everything is backed with our 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit any of their 21 community open-air locations or order online at Callaway's.com. Take advantage of their convenient 
curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week from nine to six. Go in today. Go in in about 22 minutes. You'll love Callaway's. Callaway's Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. Callaway's.com. If you're back in the office or working from home, feel free to listen on your computer at WBAP.com. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820. WBAP. WBAP.com. I like to refer to them as the only people I will ever let touch my trees. Arborological Services. And the reason for that, I've told you many, many times, is because they are the best in the business by a long, long ways. The allegiance I have to Steve Hauser and Kevin Bassett and Russell Peters is immeasurable. They are the best. I just said that. Serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. Their outstanding staff includes 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. Most of those arborists have their own crews, and they are the foremen of those crews. They go out all across the Metroplex, leading their teams to the finest in tree care. They are college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. Many of them have been with Arborological Services for double-digit numbers, and three of their people have been selected as Texas Arborists of the Year. Those three names I gave you at the very beginning of this ad, those are the Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas in individual years. They have several Texas State tree climbing champions on their team, including an 11-time Texas State tree climbing champion Miguel Pastanez, who was the North American tree climbing champion a few years ago. Nobody compares to the great work done by Arborological Services, whether it's just simple and routine work like I have done at my home most of the time, or something very heroic. And I've had a couple of instances where I had heroic work done at our home. They are serious about trees. 866 552-7267. They are strictly a local company. They are outstanding. On Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at The Tree Experts. And their website is just simply arborological.com. A-R-B-O-R-I-L-O-G-I-C-A-L. That is a forestry term. That's not some cute word. Arborological Services, again, 866-552-7267. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaway's help you. I'm Kenny Milas from the Fort Worth Stonegate Store. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Kenny, very, very much. Appreciate that. Let's go back to our phone lines. We have one line open. If you'd like to call, you can grab it now. 800-288-WBAP. That's 800 288 9227. Luther at Pelican Bay. This is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Long time listener, occasional caller. Thank you, Luther. Uh, Neil, I have a backyard that is very sandy type soil. It's a mixture of one little patch of St. Augustine, then it's predominantly Bermuda with a little nut patch once in a while. Uh, my question is I have several bare spots that you know where the sand is has no grass growing period what's mm-hmm. the best way to go about resodding that or getting grass to grow over those spots okay why is it bare would you guess i'm thinking because when we bought this lot a couple of years ago the back end of this place was almost kind of used for a dump i don't know where they were dumping sand back here or what 
But the closer you get to the street, the soil is not as sandy. Okay. Uh, is, it toward, is it toward water? No. Since, since you're near Pelican Bay, I didn't know if it was right at the edge of water. Okay, so it's no, not I'm a water. about a mile from the edge okay. of the water. All right, okay, so it's not a water table issue. All no, right, sir. how deep is the is the uh, is the the sand? You know, that's a good question. I've never really dug a hole to find out. I know when my dog digs after a mole, it gets down a good eight inches, and it's still sand. All right, and when you're up uh, closer to the house, how deep is the sand? It turns more to towards a uh, uh, firmer soil. All right, you can grow Bermuda grass. You can grow either of those grasses in sandy soil. Uh, that's okay. not a, a not a problem. Uh, well, it's it's not an impossibility. I, I want to modify my <laughs> answer a little bit. It, it means you have to water more often and you have to fertilize more often and less at a time, because okay. sands don't have any any great amount of water and nutrient holding capacity. Um, the amount of surface area on a sandy soil is very l- small compared to how much surface area you have in a clay soil. And clays hold water, and that's why they get sticky and and right. and, uh, and and very muddy after a rain, whereas sand dries out right away, and, and the same with nutrients. And so you can, you can get either grass to grow in sandy soil. Bermuda would be uh, a little bit easier because it has a greater margin of error. It, it, okay. Uh, it and I prefer it, the Bermuda. Okay. Well, it would it would do all right. You'll just have to be uh, mindful. But I wanted to make sure it didn't uh, have too much shade or uh, some other problem that was limiting any grass from growing there. Usually we have weeds or we have something growing in an area. Yeah, there's a few weeds, but there's, you know, I've been putting down the weed and fertilizer regular over the course of the two years I've been here. Okay. It's been a lot of that. I'm just, would I be better off seeding it or maybe spreading some topsoil down over the sandy spots or? Well, man, I wish I could be there with you for about 10 minutes. I could give you a much better answer. <laughs> the, I, I don't know that putting a layer of topsoil on top of it will help because that's just going to give you an inch or two of, of good soil before the grass grows down into the sand. It's going to say, wow, what oh, have we yeah. hit? This is dreadful. Um, and I know that you can't replace that. That So how, how big an area are we talking about? How long, how wide? Uh, probably, I would say it's scattered out in, in places probably 20 by 10 and a few smaller places probably 5 by 15. All right, so that's seventy-five square feet, and the other's two hundred square feet. Those are those are doable. Um, you might want to mix some some uh, 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 topsoil that has more clay in it in in with that sand. Maybe even okay. take some of the sand out and replace it with this, and then rototill it, and then get right. some Bermuda sod. I, I would use sod just because it's not very expensive, and that way you have it there. If it rains, the sod handles it well. Uh, as opposed to seed that might gotcha. wash or, or you know not operate properly, you can sod uh, at uh, more of. Sod's easier to take care of. It'd be hard to keep in a sandy soil, a sandy environment. It'd be harder to keep uh, seedlings properly watered. I, I would prefer to sod. It's not a big area. It's not going to cost you that much. Is that a Callaway product? I don't know uh, if they have Bermuda sod. You can certainly ask. Um, 
they have St. Augustine plugs, but I don't know that they have sod even, and, and I don't right. know if they have Bermuda sod. You could certainly have. thank you for asking that. Uh, but there are good sod yards, and a Callaway's uh, close, the, the closest Callaway's to you would be able to refer a good uh, sod yard to you also. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you so much for your help, Neil. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling whenever you do call. Call anytime. Thank you, sir. All right, let me see. Let's go to Jack in Arlington. Jack, this is Neil. Good morning. Uh, Good morning, sir. How are you today? I'm wonderful. I appreciate your call very much. How can I help you? Thank you. I have a paper shell pecan. The trunk is about 30 inches in diameter, old tree. Uh, It loads up extensively with uh, pecans every year. Uh, They're big paper shells, as big as your thumb. Etc. Great, but I lose every one of them. This is three seasons in a row. An arborist advised me that it was something like pecan scale. Does that sound familiar? Uh, half off. of it does. It's probably pecan okay. scab. Scab. Okay, thank you. Yeah, if they fall, if they fall early uh, August and early September, and if the husks are still intact around the pecans. And mm-hmm. if the husks very quickly turn black, that's pecan scab. Okay. Is there any that let's say that's what I got? And uh, I beg your uh, pardon. Yes, I'm. I'm sorry. That is what I got. Let's say scab. All right. Is pecan there, scab is a is a fungus, and you. Okay. I'm, I'm hearing a lot of background noise. Uh, pecan scab is a fungus, and you deal with it uh, with a fungicide that you apply every time you spray for insects which begins back in May for pecan nut case bear, and then okay. the second pecan case bear spray in late uh, June, and uh, then hickory shuckworm and pecan weevils in early August. And it's just every time you do okay. that, you put a compatible fungicide with it, and okay. that should take care of it. But look up pecan scab. I, I would I would go to Aggie Horticulture Control Pecan Scab, and I'll put you in the A&M Horticulture pecan uh, uh, information sheet. Excellent. That's what I needed, so I appreciate it very much. You're welcome very much. Have a great day. Take care. Great. Thank you. You too. All right. Joe in Flower Mound, I will come to you next. Stay with me. I'm going to take my last break for this hour. We have another hour coming up. Stay uh, stay tuned. Let me tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening right now. This is a, a book that I think you will find to be very, very useful. In fact, I think you'll find that this book will pay for itself. Chapter 2 alone, I think, will pay for the whole book. It is a a, a calendar, 48-page calendar in writing uh, that tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of the plants in your landscape and garden. I have never put that in any book I've written before. I used to have a little version of it at the bottom of each of my annual Texas gardening calendars back when people hung calendars on walls, but that doesn't happen much anymore, so I discontinued the calendar about two years uh, oh, it's been seven or eight years ago, and uh, I, I decided I would put it in this book instead, and I amplified it about four or five times as much information. This is the perfect gift to be uh, given to a friend of yours or a relative of yours or a housewarming gift. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper and printed in Texas to keep Texans working. Uh, It covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. 11 chapters that cover lawns, landscapes, flowers, fruit, and vegetable gardening. The reason I say this would make a perfect gift is the first book, your copy, is $36.95 plus tax and post. 
postage. But the second and third books given, uh, uh, shipped to the same mailing address at the same time are only $31 each. $36.95 for the first, $31 for the second and third. That's the biggest discount I've ever offered for the Christmas uh, discount. It's only good through November 15. I need lead time last year. We got 2,000 orders at the last minute. I said, oh, I'm not doing that again just because I couldn't. Well, I did get them all done, but I was working 18-hour days to do so. This book is self-published, so I'm the one who gets to sign them. And last year, my wife had just broken her shoulder, and so I was the one putting them in boxes and taking them to the post office, and it was more than I could handle. So this year, we're doing it earlier, and we'll get them to you on time. Post office is telling us they're going to have trouble, so we're going to get them there earlier. So $31 is all you pay for the second and third copies you can give as gifts. There are two ways you can order. It's not in stores, not on, uh, not on Amazon. I wanted to be able to sign every copy. The ways you can order, you can call my office Monday through Friday at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. That is one way. The other way that you can order is by going to neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, and we'll get them signed. I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow. We fell behind by a few days because of a, 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 a well the lady who does all the labels for me in my office, the only employee I have in my office, uh, lost her dad this week, and so the office was shut. But we'll get caught up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week. So bear with me. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, and the best place is at neilsperry.com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. They are good. And let me tell you about Sunburst Sunburst Shutters as well. These are really nice people with a really fabulous product. And uh, you will enjoy very much getting to know them and seeing the product. And most of all, you will enjoy seeing the product in your windows at your home. Plantation-style shutters, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, or big four-and-a-half-inch louver size. The best way to do this, you can go to their showroom if you want to. Their showroom is actually a part of their factory. And they welcome people there. They're, They're nice people. They're really nice people. And they'll be happy to have you come to the showroom. But the better way, by my measure anyway, and what worked for us, was having them come to our house and bring samples of the product into our house so they could hold them up in our windows and we could see what louver size fit better with our decor and with other things that we had in the rooms. And these are polywood shutters, by the way. It's a man-made material, P-O-L-Y, polywood. There is no wood in these, so they don't crack or warp or split or peel. They're not just uh, some cheap plastic shutter. No, no, no. They look like wood. They have the heft of wood. They feel like wood that has been finished to just the most incredible finish, kind of like a, a, uh, like a, a grand piano finish. It's just uh, white or off-white. They're beautiful. And they work so well, and they are just the next thing to permanent. Call Sunburst Shutters this week to set an appointment at your home. 214 214- 
343-2601. And by the way, Sunburst Shutters are also available for Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. We at Callaways are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Jim Burton from the McKinney Callaways, and we're proud to be sponsoring this segment of the program. And now, back to Neil. That's my store. That's the store in our neighborhood. That's what I want you to be able to say when you hear these voices of your stores around your neighborhood. And uh, Jim is down the road from our house. So thank you, Jim, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We go to Joe in Flower Mound. Joe, before I uh, take your question, I want to say to you uh, and ask you a question. Have you been to any of the Flower Mound high school uh, football games this year? Not this year. We saw them at the at the regional uh, UIL marching band contest last night win the top award. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness gracious. They are incredible. And I was told, uh, that's my first time ever to go, our McKinney-Boyd uh, band was in the finals as well. And they we have three granddaughters in band and, and drill team. Two of the granddaughters play uh, play in the band. And and so we were certainly rooting for McKinney Boyd. And if we're going to lose to another band, let it be a flower mound. And, and what a beautiful job they did. You uh, folks in, in the uh, Louisville ISD, Hebron and Marcus came in second and third. You, you've got some competitions going on. But uh, goodness gracious, the flower mound uh, halftime show. I guess you have a football to team, hear. too. But, boy, I'd, I'd go for the halftime. So anyway, excuse me for taking your airtime, but oh my gosh, how can I help okay, you? I've got, a, I've got a couple of lantana plants that I've had for years in my front flower beds, and I'm getting Bermuda that's invading now, and now it's coming up through the plants, long okay. strands of it, the, the, the feeder ones. Yes, sir. How can I get rid of that without killing the plant? Okay, when the lantana dies to the ground this winter, uh, probably the Bermuda will start growing in the spring faster. And I think you'll have a chance at that time. Cut the lantana back very severely. Uh, doesn't it die pretty much to the I know it did this year. Um, yeah. And uh, if you can, in the spring, make a collar around the lantana with, um, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a piece of uh, plastic or uh, it could be a little piece of uh, sheet metal or something just right around uh, maybe it's a piece of guttering and you take tin snips and just cut it, slit it and slide it right around the lantana for a week and, and, or two weeks and, and then spray the Bermuda as it comes up with uh, a glyphosate. The glyphosate will not go into the soil at all. It just kills on contact. Anything you can do to, to keep the uh, lantana contained in that center and then spray the Bermuda as it comes up around. Now, it's going to leave some lantana in the center right in the, um, you know, it's like when I get a haircut, I always have some hair goes down my collar, no matter how careful my barber is. And so you're still going to have some of that, and you'll have to deal with that strand by strand, maybe with a little foam rubber paintbrush. But I think you can do it that way. Sorry, the, Greg, the, thank you. The secret is the glyphosate, just a straight, plain, nothing else added to the glyphosate. So I think that'll work for you. I've done that on other plants, and I think it'll work all right. So thank you for the call. I'm sorry I took too much time on the on the marching band. Oh, my goodness, I was so overwhelmed by what I saw in the talent in all the ten final 
uh, bands that marched last night. Folks, have another hour coming up. Stay tuned, if you will, please. Randy, I'll be with you.